This week on Part of Our World, we'll be debating one another's table service and quick service restaurant choices for our upcoming Disney World trip and deciding whether or not the dining plan is worth it for us. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy this delectable discussion. Hi, I'm Keenan, And I'm Rachel. And this is part of our world podcast where every other week we discuss something Disney related. And tonight is a topic I'm super excited about. I don't know about you, Rachel, but... Oh, yes. <laughs> We've been talking about this in our personal lives and even recorded some stuff for... It feels like weeks now. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. And much research has gone into this. Yes. A lot of watching Disney food blog videos, a lot of reading different articles, yep. salivating as we're perusing these different topics. Okay. I mean, I am at least. Um, booking reservations yeah. has even been a part of it. Mm-hmm. But our Disney vacation is coming up, beginning of the summer. We've got our plane tickets we just got the email about magical express that that's been reserved we've had our adr window open and has been opened and mm-hmm. fast passes are on the horizon so i'm i'm ready i mean it's the dead of winter here yeah, in ohio it's been pretty bad and it's not like 30 below zero it's been just raining so it's been yeah it's been a little soul sucking, I think. Yeah. So it's been nice to be able to. I mean, two weeks ago, to it was think about Disney. Zero with the wind no, chill. I know. Yeah. That's real life. It's I was talking awful. about. Yeah. So thinking about the Sunshine State and being in a land of magic has been a nice yes. respite from the bleakness of Ohio winter. So. For sure. At one point, Rachel just asks me, like, "Are you just trying to distract yourself from the bleakness of winter?" Like, yeah. So I just kept coming out of, what if we did this? What if we did that? Well, tonight we're going to talk about what if we did the Disney dining plan. Now, this is something that is available to anyone who's staying at a Disney resort. And basically what it means is you pay a lump sum for your food for the week. And you get, if you do the regular, the standard dining plan, you get a table service credit, a quick service credit, and two snack credits for each day that you're, I'm sorry, each night that you are there, mm-hmm. right? So for us, if we're staying seven days, but we're only sleeping there six nights, we would get six table service, quick six quick service, and 12 snack credits. Well, we were adamantly against the Disney dining plan. We did it our last time. Actually, we did the quick service plan, which is a little bit different. And just felt like it was not a good use of our money. We did like the convenience of not having to pay, you know, air quotes. We paid, just not while we were there. Yeah, it gives it that, you know, all-inclusive feel. You're not, you're on vacation, so you're not, you know, actively spending money. Yeah. But. But It it didn't make sense for us this trip. No. And then we started looking into it and we're like, well, you know, they do include booze now, so. Maybe it's closer to how what we actually want to spend. 
So what we did was we each sat down and on our own mapped out every single day of our trip where we would eat if we were on the dining plan. Now you have to keep in mind, if you get one table service, one quick service a day, that's only two full meals. You have your snack credits, but you have to cut out a meal somewhere. So in our initial plan, we had times where it's like, well, we'll pack on this day or we'll use snack credits for breakfast and all that good stuff. Rather than come at you guys with our entire plan for this entire time, what we decided to do was for each park, Rachel and I will each choose a what we're going to do for breakfast, what we'll do for lunch, what we'll do for dinner. And we're going to kind of discuss those and we'll also kind of, you know, compare it to our budget plan and see how much money we would actually save not doing the Disney dining plan. Yeah. So at the end of this episode, we will reveal whether or not. Crunch some numbers there a little yeah. bit. Is the dining plan worth it yes. for us this and, trip? And when we release this episode, we're also going to start tweeting polls where you guys on Twitter can decide who you thought had the better use of the credit for that particular park. Right? Sure. Yes. Yes. Sounds good or to me. Or just like who you, whose food you liked better. Or, you know, a popularity contest. Or like... Which person you liked better. Yeah, exactly. I'm not scared. Okay. So, um, do we need to do like... So we just, yeah, we just chose each park, not every sure. single day. I think the only thing that needs introduction to this is the fact that we've already booked and pretty much settled on Tusker House for Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Our, it's our character meal of the trip. And we also were in agreement that we want to do Satali Canteen, you know, for our other meal at Animal Kingdom. So mm-hmm. we did, we're not going to do any Animal Kingdom stuff. We're She and I were just... In complete agreement on that. Um, so, no Animal Kingdom. Uh, the other thing that I guess warrants a disclaimer is if we pick one another's options, we have a backup option. Mm-hmm. Right? And one character meal. Yes. In addition to In, yes. Tusker House. Yeah. Because otherwise, you could say, oh, well, we're going to do Ohana and Crystal Palace. And um, what's the... Um, Epcot, uh, Garden Grill, because those, I think, those would win. I mean, not necessarily. They're not always the best food, but bringing our four-year-old there, he's going to be more into character meet and greets than just about anything. He's pretty excited to ride roller coasters. more than, you know, eating a meal, which is hard to get a four-year-old to do I didn't even think about how difficult it's going to be to get him to eat when Mickey and Minnie and friends are running around. Yeah. That'll be a challenge, but totally worth it. Yes. Cool. All right. So why don't we start with Magic Kingdom? Okay. Sound good? Sure. Do you want to go first on this one or would you like me to go first? Um, Are you afraid that I might steal your picks? A little bit, but you can go ahead. We'll see what happens. Okay. All right. I'll do Magic Kingdom first. Magic Kingdom for me was kind of a crazy day. Um, we're going to start by going to Ohana at the Polynesian Resort. Okay. Get there before the parks open. I actually booked this already, so that's exciting. We probably won't keep it. Um, 
but so that we can eat in time to still get out and get to rope drop. It's going to be a very early breakfast. Very early breakfast. But you get Lilo and Stitch and Mickey. I know Polynesian is on our bucket list. Yeah. So People just rave about that. So I, I have a feeling I stole yours here, Rachel. Is that? No. Okay, cool. All right, so that's my breakfast. It's my backup. Cool. Um, for Well, should we do your breakfast? Okay, so for my breakfast, I had Be Our Guest. Ah. Breakfast. Yes. Yeah, so we can dine in the Beast's Castle. It's yes. definitely... We did this last trip, and it's something I want to repeat as yeah. often as possible, just because... Maybe the food itself isn't the most amazing, but the experience of dining in the castle, you feel like you're in the movie. It's awesome. We dined in the West Wing last time. I want to check out the other other areas. Right. And the one area isn't always open. Not always available. I'm not sure. So, But but the ballroom and the West Wing always are. Um, Now, a nice tip with this and something we're going to do is it's a quick service and yeah it's pretty much 25 bucks a plate but you get a like an assortment of pastries with each table Mm -hmm. and you don't have to get i mean there's three of us we don't have to get three separate entrees so we're just going to get one split that split the pastries and in and and out for 25 bucks which is not a huge unreasonable like huge breakfast I mean, I love breakfast, don't get me wrong, but like, I don't need to eat a ton for breakfast. Yeah. I mean, I could easily, but yeah. at Disney, it's not especially necessary. with how we're going to, we actually do have a Be Our Guest reservation for, I believe it's 8 a.m. the last yeah. day we're there. Yeah. And so we need to kind of get in and out because our plan is to finish up our breakfast before the park opens and then go get in line for whatever top ride we don't have a fast pass for. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so for lunch, what I decided to do was use a bunch of snack credits. Okay. Since we have an abundance of them on the on the meal plan, and I th- some of these actually might be quick service, um, like Casey's Corner, I think is quick service, like getting a dog there. But um, you've got Prince Eric's Market. They have a sweet Thai chili shrimp, which sounds really good. Yeah, that does sound really good. Um, There's fried cauliflower from Golden Oak Outpost in Frontierland. Friar's Nook has loaded tater tots. Mm -hmm. That also might be a quick service. I'm not sure. Uh, LeFou's Brew from Gaston's Tavern. So just as we're roaming around, we're just going to kind of use up some snack snack credits and... Yeah, snack and go. Okay. What about your lunch? Um, For lunch, I also have snack credits, but just for Sleepy Hollow. Um, They have an abundance of good uses of snack credits there, Um, like chicken and waffles. I think that's where The chicken and waffle sandwich is a snack credit? I think so. Wow. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong about that. I'm not an expert by any means. Google it real quick? But that's my understanding. So, yeah. To confirm, that is a snack credit. That seems like a pretty good use of a snack credit. Ten yeah. fifty, and I've heard great things about it. I know that it's shrunk from its former size, but still, nothing to balk at. That's pretty yeah. good. So that's what I was thinking. At least for me, I don't care what you guys do. You can get your snacks elsewhere, but I'll be eating chicken and waffles at Sleepy Hollow because that's like one of my favorite foods right in on. life. Is chicken and waffles? It's like the best of everything. Yeah. 
Awesome. Okay. All right, my dinner. So for dinner, I have to use my quick service credit because I already used my table service credit at Ohana. And I am taking us over to Cosmic Rays. I don't know. We ate there before. You had, I think, uh, grilled chicken and I got a burger. Yeah. But I read that on the online, the, the mobile menu, there's like a secret item. There, yes, there's a pork belly burger. And it's like a $20 burger. So if we're using dining credits, that's yeah, that's about well. as good as it gets, right, for a quick service credit. Yeah. But it's, supposedly it's pretty good. Um, pork, it's got pork belly, got pork grinds on it, and I think it has it comes with a side of pickle chips. Sounded mm. pretty interesting. Pickle chips sounds and, good. Yeah. I'm not a pork belly gal myself. But. Well, yeah, you don't eat any pork. No. So... I got, that was kind of my curveball there. I was okay. like, you know, I mean, why not? Why not? Okay, so um, I chose the plaza, and they have stuff. They have, I mean, they have, I've heard this place is actually pretty underrated. You can see a parade from there, which if we're going to dinner, I don't think any parades will be passing by. We're going through for a three o'clock dinner? Yeah. <laughs> No, but they have stuff like I was intrigued by the fried green tomato sandwich. I like those vegetarian options. Just when you're at a park, just eating heavy all day is just, it can weigh on you. So they have burgers and just some good North American fare, as far as my researchers told me. So I thought that place would be cool. What did I say? You said North American. Yeah. I'm just picturing them having like Canadian. I guess we've also included the. Maybe. Beavers of Powhatuck. Okay. I'm getting some eye rolls over here. Okay. I already used my snack credit because I we're snacking all day. I did guess you, I did, Did you too. pick a snack credit? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. You hollow, had the so yeah. chicken waffles. Mm-hmm. Dang. So no I mean, are we not getting a Dole Whip? I mean... I mean, mine... My list had a bunch of stuff. I'm 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 throwing a Dole Whip on there. Yeah. I also really want to try. I will try, be getting a Dole Whip. I also really want to try the Peter Pan's float as well. I will try yours. That one doesn't like. It's, sound. Key, it's key lime ice cream with Sprite, right? I think so. I'm in. That thing is. I mean, it sounds. I love key lime. So. Right. I don't know. It sounds really sweet and sugary to me. Mm. That's so, how I like my desserts to yeah, be. I'll try yours, and I'll probably get one after that. Nice. Okay. We'll see. Let's move on to Epcot. You can okay. start this one. Okay. So for breakfast, I'm using a snack credit, and I'm not sure how to say this, but Kringla Og. Did I make that up? Uh, I just I now no saw idea. this in my... I don't speak Norwegian. Norwegian? Yeah. So in the Norway Pavilion, my thinking was we could, if we don't get a fast pass, or if we do get a fast pass, to Frozen Ever After mm-hmm. to get on that ride, and then... Afterward, grab, grab some breakfast. Eat. Use those nice restrooms. They have, exactly. And um, they have school bread there. Yes. Which is the... That's on my you list. You can describe that because I kind of forget. I just have heard it's amazing. Something with um, cu- that has like custard filled yeah. delicious bread, basically. Yeah. With like it's coconut. a sweet bread. Um, as far as I know, you know, it's not overly sweet. It's not like a very sweet dessert. Yeah. But it's a sweet bread. If you've had sweet bread, that's... And it's custard filled, and then it's got coconut. I think it's um, toasted coconut on top. Yeah. So, so yeah, sounds good. I think that would be a nice little breakfast. 
right on. Okay, for my breakfast, um, this is often compared to the school bread, so it's interesting you brought that up. But I took us over to the refreshment port in Canada to get the croissant donut. Mm, I love croissants and donuts. I know. It's a combination of the two. Mm. So that's our breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Nice and sweet for breakfast here at Epcot. And quick. Yeah. So that's good. We and, have a lot you know, do. maybe with mine, we, go, well, no, because World Showcase doesn't open until. 11 i was gonna say maybe mine we grab it on the way to frozen ever after but that's that's unlikely okay lunch for lunch um so we will be there during the flower and garden festival so i thought i would well i guess i use snack credits for breakfast but i'm using snack credits again or something I mean, keep in mind you do have double snack credits yeah so i'm going to so. be basically doing that for lunch just trying out as much food as possible there um, some things that sounded great. I'm trying to pull it up here. Um, so one thing was a cane shrimp skewer with steamed rice and coconut lime sauce. Mm-hmm. Sounded really good. Yeah, sounds um, really good. Honey tandoori chicken flatbread with white cheddar cheese, charred vegetables. Sounded really good. Or I think this one also had clover honey and sour cream and micro Crazy. watercress. Yeah, so... That sounds really good. Yeah. I think I feel like tandoori and cheese are two flavors and that don't, food items. That, well, you just don't that see together. I've never heard together before. Yeah, so, But so I think you mentioned that that was from a honey, the honey stand at the mm-hmm. Flower and Garden. Yeah. Because that, you know, sounds like Indian with tandoori, but okay, cool. Yep. And there are some drinks I want to try too, like the honey peach cobbler freeze with blueberry vodka. So, yeah, we have a lot to do with the flower and garden. We would love to hear any suggestions that you guys have for must-tries because they likely will have many of the same offerings yeah. from last year. So let us know what we can't miss there. But I just plan to eat a lot of different stuff Okay. from flower and garden. Yeah, so you're kind of doing what I did with Magic Kingdom where our lunch is just kind of walking around snacking as we're going to different stuff. Yes. Which I think exactly. is kind of a great way to do meals in the parks. Yeah. You, I, don't get me wrong. You do need to sit down, take a break, get out of the sun, right. get some rest. But yeah, you also are going to be going from place to place. And something we've talked about, Rachel, is just how, you know, there's so much that we just want to try. And there's no huge, like, I have to sit down at this restaurant and have a meal at this particular place. I mean, there's places we definitely would like to have a meal. But it's more so like, I want to try this thing and that thing and this thing. And so there's nothing wrong, I think, with just savoring the flavors of the land. Yep. Yeah, especially at a festival like that. Yes. Where it's just a limited time. Yeah. So That was mine. I I had a feeling you were going to do the flower and garden walk around thing, which is why I went with the snack credits for Magic Kingdom. Um, so I'm going to use a quick service for our lunch at Epcot and go to the Yorkshire County Fish Shop where you can get a fish and chips like they have at the Rose and Crown. Same recipe, same fish, same everything. Same fish, same chips. Yeah. It's, a, I believe, a smaller portion, and I think you don't get the same sides that you would get with the dinner portion. But the, the dinner portion at, at Rose and Crown is like 22 bucks, I think. And yeah. This, I think and probably is, huge. Yeah. And this, I think, is $12 somewhere around there. and. Seems like a very reasonable lunch. We really like fish and chips, so I've heard it's a must-try 
item at Epcot. So there we okay. go. That's our lunch. Dinner. Oh. My dinner is um, Spice Road Table. So I've heard really good things about this place. Um, underrated. Yeah. What I've heard. I've heard it's very underrated. They have the hummus fries that we've tried at the Food and Wine Festival mm -hmm. that I really liked. Um, and then they have lots of different kinds of sangria, which I'm super into, just different Mediterranean food. Um, so that sounds really good to me. And you can see illuminations from the restaurant. So I went ahead and booked a reservation for this place. You did. Great. Yeah. Nice. So that's our dinner. And that's what we're doing because nice, we reservation. All right. <laughs> and a late dinner at yeah. that. Because we're, we want to make this a date night. Yes. So to have one night away from the kid. Yeah. We're actually doing two days at Epcot. And I think my, my dinner pick is another one that we're going to do almost certainly. But yeah, we are planning on doing the Pixar Play Zone. Hopefully they still are running it. Mm -hmm. uh, we called and they said, hey, call back in like March. We don't know if we're going to have it available in June or not. But you basically send your kids, and for $65, they get a meal with, you know, sides and dessert and all those extras. Um, there's like an arcade in there. There's games that they play. There's character meet and greets where they meet Woody. And Buzz, and right? I, uh, I, I know it's Woody How and, Woody? Um, what's, oh my gosh, what's the girl? Jesse. Okay. And then there's is the Incredibles dance party. And then that the night as well? ends with the Incredibles dance party. Yeah, with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Oh my gosh, that's Which, like one thing. It's like I wish I could see our son enjoy his right. time there. But it would definitely. It's like be nice if we to... do the photo pass, we're going to take a video of that because that's what I want. Right. But I feel like for sixty five dollars, I mean, that's a lot of money. I think to spend on a date night because we're going to get dinner on top of that. But when you think about how expensive babysitters are, and the mm -hmm. fact that they're getting food character meet and greet all these games i mean yeah and different activities like it's seems like, build like a, a race no brainer car and, yeah yeah so our plan is to go back to epcot just take the monorail back mm -hmm. for our date night yeah anyway so what i've got us doing is the san angel inn i don't know if that's the correct pronunciation teacher the or the <laughs> Wow, that wasn't. I don't that know. Rachel You're is English. a Spanish teacher, and I don't know if I just pronounced it correctly, but judging by her laughter. Well, your English was what was questionable there. <laughs> San Angel Inn. San Angel Inn. Um, anyway, this is the one. So there's La Hacienda de San Angel, which I know is the one that has the good view of the fireworks from inside. But I have to dine inside the Mexico Pavilion Pyramid. I, we've seen it. It just looks incredible. Yeah, it looks I love super the cool. atmosphere. You got the boats going by. It from seems the... nice and relaxing. If you had a long day at the park, just be able to go inside. Yeah. Yeah. Dim we lighting. actually have a reservation for this one with our young one. I think he'll love it too. But if we don't, I'm also going to stop over to La Cava de Tequila. Tequila. Uh -huh. However you pronounce it. It's tequila. In Espanol. It's tequila. Um, but anyway, yeah. I Our little... Yeah, Mexican. It looks dinner, really cool so. in there. Yeah, it reminds me because I did I studied abroad in, um, in Mexico, so like and we went to Chichen Itza and all those different Mayan ruins and stuff. Right. And there is like like looking at the menu and yes. like going inside there. It would be really reminiscent of that time. And they, so I'm they, yeah, they set it up like you're in a small like Mexican village. I know the food is not supposed to be as good as La Hacienda, but 
I don't care. That's where I want to eat. Yeah. It looks super cool. I heard for the experience, according to Tim Tracker, <laughs> it's it's worth it. It's worth for it. The, for the yeah. atmosphere. I do have one more thing to throw into Epcot. This is a snack credit. Now, I've already used one for the croissant donut, but I just remember so vividly from my childhood loving and craving the kagigori from Japan, which is a Japanese shaved ice. So flavorful, you know, you're it's hot, middle of the day, very refreshing. Yeah, I definitely so. want to try that because you've talked that up a lot and I still haven't tried that. Yeah. And you know what? It's cheap enough that if we used all our snack credits, just I'm going to spend this five bucks or whatever it is to to get one. Yeah. Dang it, that's what I want. Okay. Onward to Hollywood Studios. Okay. So with Hollywood Studios, something worth mentioning we are doing a half day at Hollywood Studios. Um, and to be honest, there's not that much to do there at this point in time before Galaxy's Edge gets becomes open. Mm-hmm. Um, they have added Toy Story Land, so there's a little bit more to do there. But you can easily do this park and be out by midday. We want a rest day, so we picked Hollywood Studios. We're going to go there. We're going to get all our stuff done in, in the morning and early afternoon. And then head back to the resort for some time around the pool, and then we're going to do dinner at Disney Springs. So I think both of our picks for this one have us eating dinner at Disney Springs. And lunch could go either way. You might have picked Hollywood Studios. You might have picked at the resort. I don't know. We'll find out. But that's kind of a heads up for what we're doing with this one. All right. Oh, I start. Yeah, you get to start. Yes. So I get to do Joffrey's Ah. for breakfast. Last time we were there, there was a Joffrey's kiosk right outside of um, Toy Story Midway Mania. And I was blown away how big of a cinnamon roll we got for $4. Big as your face. Yeah, it was as big as my face. And Joffrey's coffee is excellent. And I want to... Joffrey's (laughs) coffee. We're taking sponsors if they want to sponsor us. So, yes. It's amazing. It's delicious. So, Joffrey's and... Cinnamon roll. That's the our winner. breakfast. Make it a tradition. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to get a cinnamon roll and get a donut or something what like I that. Get? But I'm getting the cinnamon. I roll. I forget whatever I got. I was like, I wish I got a cinnamon roll. So it was delicious and gigantic. Yeah. What's your breakfast? My breakfast. Um, we are going to Woody's Lunchbox, and they have different options. Like the like the breakfast actually sounded really good. I was surprised because I've looked at their lunch options and. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that sounds fine. Um, but breakfast actually is pretty intriguing. They have options like the s'more French toast. Oh. Sandwich. Okay. Um, smoked turkey breakfast sandwich. And a banana split yogurt parfait. So. I want that s'more French toast. Yeah. So all those options sound good to me. And they had another one too, which I forget what it was. But They also have the Pop-Tart. I mean, they're not Pop-Tarts, but they've got yeah, that's, their homemade. Yeah, that was more of a snack thing, which might be, yeah, that might be a good use of a snack credit. I wasn't sure how to use my snack credit at Hollywood Studios. So you could go back and get some Pop-Tarts mm-hmm. if you want. Cool. But, yeah. Okay. I like that. What I like about yours is we're almost certainly headed to Toy Story Land first. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense if we did all the stuff in Toy Story Land and then went to Woody's Lunchbox for, Lunchbox for breakfast. I like that. Delete breakfast. I mean, 
it's kind of what we're going to do at a lot of parks. I mean, conventional wisdom says do rope drop and do the rides that you can and then try to eat breakfast Yeah. after normal people eat breakfast and then rinse and repeat for lunch and dinner. And if you eat at not normal dining times, less of a weight at dinner and at during the rides. Sure. Okay. Lunch. Okay. For lunch... We are going to hopefully be done with Hollywood Studios and leave, and I'm going to take us back to our resort to eat at the Riverside Mill. Something I didn't mention at the beginning of the episode is on the first day that we arrive, we our flight gets in super early, like 9.30 in the morning, and we have already planned on doing the Sasagula Floatworks and getting some Mickey beignets. Otherwise, that would be my choice was Sasagula Floatworks, but... Another quick service restaurant at um, Port Orleans is on the Riverside, and it's the Riverside Mill. And okay. They've just got a good selection of Southern food, and I've heard it's actually a pretty underrated quick service okay. restaurant. Cool. What about you for lunch? For lunch, I have us going to Backlot Express. Mm-hmm. Is it called Backlot Express? Yeah. Um, and there you can find lots of yummy offerings. I heard this is one of the best places to eat in um, Hollywood Studios. So they have stuff like chicken and biscuits with like this gravy and strawberry sauce. It sounded really good. Um, so yeah, lots of good options. Burgers, things like that. Because we might not be ready to leave just yet. So I thought we could dine in the park. Yeah. You're probably right on that. Depending right. how late we eat this breakfast, yeah. you're having us go on all the rides first. So That's true. I guess I'm just kind of envisioning like a poolside filled afternoon and we yeah, that take, would be really nice. yeah, take a break and go over and get some food and all that good stuff. Now, at night, we're going to head over to Disney Springs, mm-hmm. um, which I'm really excited about because I want to do The Void, that Star Wars VR experience. But also Disney Springs is a great time and great food. Yeah, I keep hearing some of the best restaurants at Disney are at Disney Springs. Yeah. And it's like getting, sorry, excuse me, getting, I don't know, better and better just an experience at Disney Springs. So, for sure. You definitely have to go there. Cool. At least well, once. my pick, though, might steal yours here, is Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. Okay. Okay. Um, you actually were the one who told me that they have a Cuban, which is one of my favorite sandwiches of all time. So I might measure Chef Art Smith's Cuban against others that I've had. Um, they have grouper, you know, kind of the signature Florida fish, um, lots of Southern comfort fare. Um, and you mentioned something about like a sausage gravy. I don't remember. Anyway, homecoming. Lots of good southern food. They have chicken and donuts. Oh, so, chicken and donuts. Yeah. That's what it was. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So, but if they have sausage gravy, I might have to have that because southern sausage gravy is the best. Well, as much as I love chicken and waffles, I can um, guess that I would love chicken and donuts even more because if there's one thing I love more than waffles, it's donuts. So I might have to try that. So yeah, that was my first pick. For that, but I do have a backup because I really want to try the holiday turkey sandwich at Earl of Sandwich. Okay. So, and they, I think they might have a, no, they have a Hawaiian barbecue sandwich there. So, I'd like that. You know, that's up your alley as well. So, something for both of us. But yeah, I've heard great things about that 
cool holiday turkey sandwich with cranberry sauce and stuffing and gravy and so yeah and thanks for everybody who gave us feedback on quick service restaurants at disney springs i tweeted about this it was for this episode on our budget plan we are eating at least one quick service meal at disney springs and earl of sandwich came up um, Wolfgang Puck's Express. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about quite that. Quite a too. bit. And I was kind of like, well, there's one in our airport, our local airport. So I'm probably going to try something different. Um, Deluxe Burger made it to the top of my list. And uh, Morimoto has a quick service. Also, Bongo's Cafe has quick service as well, um, like, a, like a carryout that I've heard their Cuban is fantastic. So sounds like tons of good quick service options at disney springs and i'm sure once we experience it we'll get back to you guys and let you know what we had and how we thought about it cool okay. so then, that pretty much wraps it up yeah. because animal kingdom is um tusker house and Santali canteen sure we'll do some snacks I, I i know they have like edamame and you know kind of diverse options at animal kingdom so i'm looking forward to exploring the food that they have there mm-hmm. One thing we could do is check out the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm-hmm. They have really good food there too, and you get to watch the the animals while you eat. So I know we're already doing a table service that day, so I don't know if they have like a quick service option in yeah, the resort. Yeah, I doubt we'll do that. <laughs> but I do want to eventually. I mean, staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge is on my Disney bucket list, and I really want to eat at Sanaa and have the bread service. Oh yeah, I've heard. Yeah. So okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So um, to kind of wrap all this up, we did this, the two of us, as an experiment to see what would this look like compared to our budget plan. And just to give you guys kind of some insight as to where we're thinking with the budget plan, we have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six like at least on the budget plan, at least six of our meals will be packed. Um, You can actually have food sent to Walt Disney World. Amazon Prime will do it. There's also tons of different grocery services. So we're going to do that. We'll also, of course, bring some food with us on the plane. And we're going to start each day, basically, other than, you know, like Tusker House and BRS, the reservations that we already have, eating yogurt and bananas and things of that sort. And then we'll also pack sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly and turkey sandwiches and things of that sort for lunch. So um, really not a lot of dining out. And then for the dinners that we're going to be doing, most of them are quick service. And again, it's most of the stuff that we've already mentioned here in our kind of debate. We kind of took, you know, quick service options that we were already interested in and, and applied them to the budget plan. So we definitely are trying to save money and do Disney on a quote-unquote shoestring although if you really want to do shoestring you'd stay off-site get a kitchen eat all of your meals there that sort of thing that that for us ruins takes away too much of the magic so just to compare here for our six night trip the cost of the meal plan is one thousand sixty dollars now something you have to consider is that for each of those six table service restaurants that we'd be eating at we would also have to tip. So based on what Rachel did, she's got about a $60, 60, 70 bucks in tips. And mine had about $100 in tips. So that brings the actual cost of that plan up 
like another hundred dollars. Whereas on the budget plan, we had thirty-five dollars in tips because we're only eating table service a hand, couple times. Yeah, a couple times, and one of them's in the Tusker house. Um, now that being said, the dining plan does include alcohol and a dessert with each quick service and table service meal, which is which is pretty good. To me, it's overkill. Yeah, I don't know about you, Rachel, totally but I don't need dessert. I, think. I don't need a dessert and then a snack. Like, right, because you get the snack credits yeah. on top of the dessert. And so you're eating dessert with each meal, and then you're supposed to go then and snack. I think the snack really is meant to supplement the lunch and breakfast yeah. that you're not using those credits on. But to me, I'm like, well, I'm going to use my snack credit to get a Dole Mickey whip. bar. Yeah, yeah. Dole Whip. Okay, but but the booze is substantial. I mean, we're not going to drink that much there, but heck, if it was included with every meal, I mean, when I went through this and planned, I was like, oh, I'm going to get this margarita and I'm going to get this beer and get this, that, and the other because it's included with my meal. And it's the meal plan. Yeah, and it's statistically a better use of that credit than just getting like a juice. Statistically, yeah. monetarily speaking, better use, right? I don't know about my brain and, you know, day drinking does things to people. That yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't hang too long. I'm... We're going to be passed out at like Casey's splash pad while our son is just running around like a madman. That's what would happen. Um, but that being said, um, on Rachel's plan, you're looking at $288 extra value from the um, drinks and dessert. And on my plan, $265. So we actually like picked what desserts and drinks we had because we really wanted to think through, would this be worth it or not? Okay, so remember that number, $1,060. On our budget plan, before tip, we're spending $515. Super rough f- estimate, but still, I mean, you're talking about we're going to spend half as much money mm-hmm. as if we did dining service. So let's say we spend spend $100 on booze, which I'll be shocked if we spend more than that. We don't drink that much. Um, and you include the tips, you're at $650, right? Still seven, several hundred dollars less than the cost of the dining plan. So, you know, in a nutshell, I don't think the dining plan is worth it for the average family. If you are going to dine as fancily as you can and you're really going to kind of min max the system you know then you can kind of play the game and get the most value out of it but you would really have to just go over the top with stuff and so for us splitting meals you know not eating dessert yeah for breakfast right breakfast (laughs) i don't know that croissant well yeah right for breakfast is okay but in addition to a breakfast gotcha too much yeah and, you know, just the fact that it's like, it's it's just excess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even with the quick service and table service, if it's one table service, one quick service per day, how many meals is that? That's two. You still have to supplement those meals at some point. So when we did our plans, we found ourselves still going, oh my gosh, well, we're going to pack this meal, right? Or we're going to eat breakfast at the hotel. And it's like at a certain point, you just have to ask yourself, do I really want to spend the extra money for the convenience of having that all-inclusive vacation? And for us, $500, not even close to what what we'd spend for that. So what we ended up doing is we actually 
I'm so glad we did this because now the plan that we have is actually, I have it labeled here, the combo. But we have taken our budget plan and put in a few choice meals that we really liked from our plans that aren't going to aren't going to break our bank on this, you know. Yeah, we're, so we're not, it's not going to kill us to do these extra adding a like little homecoming. extra special stuff. Yeah, or doing um, you wanted to do the um, oh, spice you wanted road table. spice road table and watch the fireworks. Well, now I mean we're going to do that now, and I'm really yeah, excited about see, that. So oh, like we can we can add these extra special things and still be well under well under it. In fact, we did dining plan. Concept. We added an extra $150 and that includes alcohol. That includes our alcohol budget. So, I don't know if we'll stick to our budget. Hopefully we do, but I'm pretty excited that we did this extra research to figure out if this was worth it. Find these extra places that we're going to I think really enjoy and have a great time at Disney. So, mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys got something out of this. Like I said, we're gonna do our Twitter poll to see head to head who you like better. Who you like better food wise. And for you to let us know if there's anything that we miss, stuff we must try. Yeah, especially at Flower and Garden. I mean, this will be a first for us. We the only other festival we've done is food and wine. And I feel like we barely scratched the surface of yeah, food and wine. Not even yeah. So Yeah, so give us your feedback be really into that and of course we'll do trip reports and all that stuff when we get back Mm -hmm. i think that's all we got you know one shout out this week we're gonna give that to aj from disney food blog her videos and blog posts many many disney food blog videos so informative and just really well done and really appreciate your hard work i know that just a ton of work goes into making those videos and those blog posts and we are reaping the benefits so shout out to aj Cool. Thanks for listening and letting us be a part of your world. If you enjoy the show, please give us some feedback in the form of an iTunes review. That goes a long way to get us noticed by other people that are maybe not as connected to us. And we really appreciate that. So got lots of Disney podcasts to choose from and you chose to listen to us. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. And we will see you next time. See you real soon. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.